morning. Welcome to We Are Live. Chris Stedman live in St. Louis alongside Tommy the intern and we're, we're at Midcoast Studio in St. Louis. At, uh, the website can be found at midcoast.media today. Got a lot on the plate. We'll say hello to everybody and I'll let you know what's going on. Good morning, Travis, live from New York. What's happening, man? Hello, everyone. Is he frozen? <laughs> I can't tell. Chris Gardner's the producer. He controls the stream. And he just smoked a menthol. He should be in a decent mood as long as he's had some coffee. Good morning. Yeah. <laughs> if I had some coffee, which I did. I'm okay. Oh, good, I'm, good, I'm okay. good. Yeah. Good God. morning, gentlemen in the loo. And good morning. Or good morning. <laughs> oh, son Shut of it a down. God, I'm sorry. Good morning. My revolutionary brother. Oh man. In Brooklyn. Hi everybody. And I'm trying something us. different today. Not sure if this is going showing up to the show. Yeah, it's weird, right? <laughs> He's at about a twenty percent attendance rate at this point. What are you on the phone today? The phone looks like the iPad died. Oh no. Do... Died oh, for good. Do they or... have chargers in New York? <laughs> <laughs> Are we, are you above chargers? Is that what that is? In New York, you don't I believe have a it. charger. <laughs> hey, is that a St. Louis Blues championship logo? Yeah. You like yeah, that's it? Cool. How do you do that? Uh, I had some help from uh, Biebs, and uh, we took one of the logos and then kind of converted it. I was like, hey, let's put it on there at least for a day. Have a little fun with it. What do you think? I don't know if you guys heard this, but the Blues are Stanley Cup champions. Yes. We talked about it for two hours yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you celebrate? I went to bed early. Oh. I saw some social media that would say different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I read you were up later some... than I was, and I was up pretty late. Yeah. I think you still got Cheetos in your beard. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> those, are, those are from his breakfast garden. Yeah. Be, be fair. I mean, come on, man. Uh, so we've got a lot to get to today during the show. Uh, we've got uh, a guest coming in. Oh, hey, yeah, there's some people in the studio. Uh, we've got Ryan Bexley at 8.30, uh, Jeff Jones at 9 a.m. Ryan is a uh, singer, and uh, he's coming in town. What's up, Tommy? Do you, you can just talk into the mic. I don't care. Your computer sound is on. Oh, that's good. It helps me. Uh, <laughs> so we've got uh, a lot going on. Uh, Tommy and Trav will do some target practice. Brett Hull will make it racist. It'll be a hell of a time. We've got fair foul today. We've got uh, a very, very near and dear topic to my heart because NPR ended their segment with the damn song as I was pulling up today, and now it's going to be stuck in my head the rest of the day. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Gardner, what's the fair foul? Yeah, so Travis, uh, Fish was in town for a couple of days playing. Vampire Weekend was in town playing, and... They were both playing on the same night. The Blues win the Stanley Cup, but each of those groups covered the song Gloria yeah, during big, their big concerts. Day. And so I was thinking, you know, if you build off this momentum, fair or foul, a Laura Branigan cover band. A Laura Branigan cover band. Seems to be the natural progression for where we are right now. I like that. I don't know what else she sings, um, but... Uh, sure, she sings those... What are those songs or did that are sing? open uh, where they're so old that you can't make money off them? 
like crimson and clover oh, like and like you happy know happy birthday I, yeah, yeah yeah exactly i'm sure she's got a few of those yeah, who's gonna do the dan rovell thing where they how much money she makes <laughs> posthumously yeah i the guarantee estate. you there it that it's there so it's uh her manager's been very prevalent on twitter and uh I think she's done a pretty good job, at least on Twitter. I haven't met the woman uh, of at least honoring, saying, hey, this is all about Laura, and she would have loved this and all that. So, hey, we need a theme song. We'll take it. Fair or foul today, a Laura Brannigan cover band. We'll do $10 to Buzz's Hawaiian Grill uh, because Tommy and I are really cutting loose today. It's, uh, it's Hawaiian Shirt Friday, everybody. Aloha. Look out. You guys Aloha. look like shit. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna, I'm not gonna argue that point, but uh, yeah, we are here, and we. Well, was that I couldn't we're really hear you relaxing. Through, you cutting out off and on. <laughs> There's the Is stare. You frozen? <laughs> no, that's just the stare. I'm not froze. I'm here. Okay. Okay. We have a melee today on you just Twitter. Just didn't say anything funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a nice we, sleeping we in yesterday. We forget who you've been around lately. We're sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've been hanging out with comedic legends all week. I apologize. Sorry, guys. Maybe so, I'm all out so of Yeah, I couldn't so do that. I so had to go Tommy. to work. <laughs> this is fun. Go ahead. Yeah, I had to make a decision. Was it to uh, sleep, do this show, or hang out with Jerry Seinfeld for two hours? Well, I mean, um, when you come back here uh, in a few months, you're not going to be with Jerry Seinfeld, so... I did not encourage Tommy, and uh, I look forward to Tommy <laughs> and Travis yelling at each other for the rest of the show. No, that's Don't fun. stop, guys. Um, the melee. Tommy, By the shut way, up. I, I think it's real. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I do think it's really cool. I'm messing he, with you, but he, it is really cool. Did he miss cool. the show yesterday? No, then oh, he got to see Seinfeld. Oh, okay. I don't think he met him. I got but a panic I, text message yesterday morning that apparently the building in which the show is um, oh, we're held collapsed. So... Mm-hmm. I, I figured you guys weren't going to be able thing? to do the show yesterday. Is this the Wi-Fi what time, thing? What time did you get that text? <laughs> uh, I got it at uh, about 30 10, minutes 40. of show time. Mm -hmm. All right, so we got plenty to do. We have text a... at, uh, I guess that would be 9 o'clock my time. We got the melee today on Twitter. What's the melee, Gardner? Well, I need to figure this out because uh, there's words used at certain times. And they're only used at certain times and in certain contexts. Um, one of them is uh, victory is one you hear in sports a lot. You don't use victory a lot in your vernacular elsewhere in life, except when you're phrasing it certain ways in sports. Stave off elimination. You hear that a lot when there's, uh, you know, you're up against it mm -hmm. in a series, a playoff series in sports. Another one. Another one is hoist. People hoist the cup, that little logo we see above Travis's head, the Stanley Cup there. But do they? I, don't, I mean, can't. Is that the only thing they do? So I ask this. When a hockey player wins the Stanley Cup, do they hoist, lift, or raise the trophy? It's a great question. Very Gardner hoist, question. Hoist, lift, or raise the trophy. That'll be your melee. I feel like it's hoist because it requires both arms putting it above it. Is that what hoist is? I think with any other trophy, then? you raise a trophy. You can raise the Lombardi trophy. You uh -huh. can raise the Larry O'Brien trophy. I think you can hoist the Stanley Cup. So if it takes two hands, it's hoisting. Is that what the yes. rule of thumb should be? Okay. 
That, that's my go-to. I thought a hoisting was like this when you're like on a ship. How'd it go? Hoist the mainsail. So you just pull the rope down. But you you're get, using two hands, You get to dude. go sailing when you're a Cardinal season ticket holder, don't you? No, that's where you I got don't. that shirt. I <laughs> I uh, no, I just I wasn't sure if that was the right. I I've heard that used too. I just don't know if it was like. Well, I looked up the definition and. Okay, I'm just asking. I'm I'm checking I'm in. I'm making sure. Explaining it to you, Tommy, that <sighs> there are also words with multiple definitions, alternate definitions, correct? Yes. And we probably just have that in this case. Okay. There, I we was figured just out ask. our problem. I was it's the calmest asking. you've been. What happened? What's going on here? I made him laugh so hard outside that he <laughs> forgot what he was gonna say. Yeah. Okay. And I don't even know why you made me laugh. Oh, it was—he was telling me about his lactose intolerance. Oh, so gross. Uh, Black mm-hmm. Sheep says I feel like hoist requires a pulley system. Yes, that's what I was saying. I, yeah. I understand what you're saying. I'm also Thank saying. Thank you, Black Sheep. So maybe hoisting really, and, and it goes hand in hand, hand in hand, with yeah, what Travis I is get saying. It. Hoisting, we should maybe really think of as two hands because it's that heavy. Where the others, we don't, you know, you could... Hoist only uh, has one definition. What does it say? Raise something by means of ropes and pulleys. Well, then why do we say hoist the cup? Exactly. So have we been using it wrong? Yes. Because hoist is probably... You can hoist the cup, though. Huh? Like, what if a girl has a fat ass? I'd be hoisting that ass. Yeah, well, Classic Terrell. You don't raise the ass. You hoist it. Well, you use two hoist, hands. But what if you, are you using what about ropes a butt, and What about a butt lift? You just, I would just use one hand. And just. So, From Jamie Moyer's Fancy Foyer, Fish had a very offbeat <coughs> album called Hoist in the 90s, and they were in town Wednesday night. Coincidence? Oh, my. That is a ter- that is not. a that's a, a network TV level uh, connection that was just made. Like, mm-hmm. wait, that's not a story. Yeah, that was great work by uh, the Fancy Foyer. So, do we want to thank Fish on that? Thank you, Fish. Tommy just did. Okay. Thank you, Tommy. <laughs> You're welcome. No, but I I, I get that, to see real big. See, fish now that weeks. we have that definition, now I'm all screwed up. Why are we using that word then? Either? What 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 was the other two options? I'm gonna make sure all of them. Lift are wrong. or raise. Raise. Let's let's go to raise. We're going to always lift it, right? Yeah. That's that's a given. So lift is a given. You're going to always have to, in order to pick up something, it has to be lifted. So that's a given. Right. And then raise. Now, what you do after you pick it up, after you lift it, that's when it changes. And I think because of the size of the Stanley Cup, you hoist it because they're putting it over their head. They're not just putting it out in front. They're not no, just putting it you know, at right. arm's level. They're putting well, it over their shoulder. Here's so you're the- hoisting. Here's the thing, then. I'm going to say that it's raise because we've obviously been using hoist wrong if, it, if the definition requires you to be using ropes or a pulley system, then we're using hoist wrong. And when you lift it, you can, you can lift it up, but no one just lifts the cup up. No. They always weak. put it above their head. So right. I would say raise is probably what we should use then because that's traditionally what we see with the Stanley Cup. Welcome see, to we're, we're learning the English language today. Welcome gentlemen. to We Are Live, where we argue about the semantics of words. <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry. We've got people that tune in daily, like Birch. Lift is the action. Hoist is a means to lift. Hoist. Okay. I, do I have to write this in the notes? So, yeah. So then we can yeah. just hoist, raise, yeah. and lift. How come, how come Birch definition, I said the exact same thing in street talk, and y'all just ignore it. Because it's because it, that's not the actual definition. 
It's street talk. I don't think street, you said it. It's street, street talk. talk. Oh, just because you used an ass? That makes it street talk. <laughs> street talk. Oh, no. Oh, so man. now if any white person talks about an ass, it's appropriation. Damn it. I might have a new shirt Damn uh, it. involving asses soon, Travis. Oh, yeah. I like that. I, uh, you know, sometimes I hand make shirts with my hands and paint. Wait, wait. How, what else would you hand make a shirt with? And uh, <laughs> a screen printer. Okay. And so I'm going to make a shirt that says, respect, that ass. Hmm. Oh, nice. How delightful, Tommy. I look forward to that. It was funny watching you do that because the video was all choppy while you did it. <laughs> <laughs> so we got it by like frame so by frame. I get choppy. Can you still hear me? Yeah, yeah. but it doesn't look right. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, like right there. Uh, it's kind of funny. <laughs> uh, 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 how about that? Yeah. Is that better? No, I mean, it's still <laughs> funny. Yeah. Are you taking screenshots? Uh, I did earlier. You I'll... son of a... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just did there. Yes. Yes. We've got, uh, I think, the fancy foyer is high. <laughs> Broskies, your muscle joints and tendons are your ropes and pulleys. Oh, all right. <laughs> that is scary. Okay, hot. maybe we can use hoist. Uh, Birch, always be, remember, though, lift with your legs. I think it'd be cool to go to that mm -hmm. thing, Body World, but, like, hi. I wonder what that would be like. What's Body World? Do you guys not know what Body World is? Yeah, it's a bunch of people that don't. Body World, bro. It's what? A bunch yeah. of people that donated their bodies to science, and they made art out of them. Oh. Yeah, it's that thing. Oh. Oh. It's disgusting. Oh, but like Body World at the Science Center? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, have you been to that? No, my friend Ron donated his body to science, and I'm afraid I'm going to end up seeing him there. Ah, Ron! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ron, that's, that's what your penis looked like. Uh. Ah. <laughs> Ron, did you put in a request to ride the T-Rex nude? <laughs> oh, so, I don't know what ends up... Maybe I should just look into ha you know what happens when you do donate your body. Do you have to donate it to Body World for it to be used, I'm or is it just sure. in general the body like, science? Bird science. Bird thinks that the Body World is Chinese prisoners. Oh. <laughs> a repressive. I, I don't like. A regime. I've heard that rumor too. Oh, that they they no. take them from like prisoners and stuff. Probably. Yeah, racist as hell. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's that not. Is, no, it's, nothing to do with that. It's it's actually speaking to uh, your. Cutting, cutting like, down their government. I read somewhere that like the some of the bodies are on, on uh, what what's it called when you don't claim unclaimed bodies. I oh. gotta. I'm gonna donate my heart to it though, cause it's interesting to look at. Oh no. What? What? Oh no. What's oh, body no. won't. They don't even do anything while it's alive. I heard That's half the, like it's important, but it's important to study those things. To study it to make it better, and they'll so they'll that if somebody it. else has the same problem yeah. I do. In the future, they can look at that and they can go, okay, this is how we can fix it. That's very giving, Tommy. Thank you. Hey, so the Blues won the Stanley Cup. I, uh, I saw some great photos of uh, the cup getting passed around, all kinds of fun things. Travis, quick question. What would you eat or drink out of the Stanley Cup? I think this is important that we ask you specifically. That ass. Uh, I would drink soda, eating Red Hot Replets, and test the raviolis. Yeah. That was probably a really canned answer, or just it's as true, it's about true it. as it gets. Or you can always yeah. do chicken fried rice. I would love to see someone eat chicken fried rice out of the top of the Stanley Cup. That'd be pretty cool. What kind of food is that? Chinese food, Gardner. Oh, well done, sir. 
Well done. I'd like to just sit in it. Just sit in the top. Like Tarasenko's baby? Yeah. Did he do that? That's awesome. Mm -hmm. yeah. I wanna, yeah, that's great. There was a photo posted. Of so, do you think, like, people have put the dong on top of the cup? Yes. I. Aww. One, one. As we segue to a baby on top of the cup, <laughs> yeah, appreciate I that. realized that as I hit the button. <laughs> <laughs> Please edit that out. I mean, is it a boy or a girl? Because if that's true, kinda. Yeah, it's a it's a girl. Okay, that is mind. an adorable baby. Baby Tarasenko in the cup. Too bad it's Russian. Oh boy. What? Probably oh. be here to infiltrate our elections. Oh boy. Well, it'll. Oh, boy. And the liberal show killer he is. What, what's the time? <laughs> what's the time stamp? 2947, Tommy. 2947. We're going to make a super comp of you, uh, you bringing down the show with your comments. Yeah. I, I thought you were going to do something more along the lines of, of course, Vladimir Tarasenko is going to visit the White House. He's Russian. Da, 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 da. Chris, how long did it take you to No, if the beer? Blues want to visit the White House, go for it. Mm -hmm. I don't care. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Great time to tell you about Gateway Powder Coating. They're a wonderful company that supports us, so you support them. That's right, gatewaypowdercoat.com. Check out all the resources for the number one powder coating company in the Midwest. Fast, durable, affordable. They're here for you. Travis, he's got uh, a smoker that he wants uh, touched up. Gardner, you think he could take it there? Yeah, I would, uh, I would say so. It's exciting because he can. Yeah. If you can paint it, you can, can powder I coat it. Can I tell you guys about my commitment to this remarkable podcast of ours? Hold on one second. Let us finish the Gateway Powder Coating line. It might be a read. It might be a read. Is this part of the read? Unless you got that. Ah, uh, no, never mind. <laughs> Are you I continue. Gatewaypowdercoat.com. Check them out. There we go. All right. Now what's that? Chris looks tired. I'm good. So today is the last day of the production assistant gig. Uh, but because I have a deadline with Sesame Street, I and of course this show, whoop-de-doo, I uh, won't be able to make it in this morning. Um, but I am so committed to We Are Live that I am missing uh, an interview this morning with Maggie Gyllenhaal and mm -hmm. Alexander Wang. Mm -hmm. So there, I love you all more than those two industry icons. So today, you're welcome, St. Louis. Today, at least. Yesterday. Yesterday was Cedric the Entertainer talking to Jerry Seinfeld, uh -huh. Tracy Morgan, and Al Roker. Yeah. So, yeah. What yeah. did we have on the show yesterday? Oh, we won uh, the... What did I talk about? Oh, we talked about the Stanley Cup quite a bit. And the Blues winning. Okay. Probably... If you like that kind of jam. Is Seinfeld yeah. nice? Okay. Right. Right. Okay, I was just asking. What was your question? I didn't hear it's, you. Is Seinfeld nice? He's very nice. He was very down to earth. Um, I have to get you guys the photo we all took as a as a crew. Mm -hmm. But he was very inspired. It would I mean it was Jerry Seinfeld, man. It was one of the best to ever do. The man's a brand in himself, and him and Cedric, you know, two classic comedians who go all the way back to way back in the day, way before television. 
and to see them talk about the genre, their careers, where they are now, it was uh, it was truly a sight to behold. Seinfeld couldn't have been a nicer person. How was Tracy Morgan? Tracy Morgan was a treat. Tracy Morgan is, I think people don't give enough credit to Tracy Morgan for how incredibly intelligent he is. Such an insightful, observant individual. And I, I, I he works in any room. Like, mm-hmm. I see why he can do a show like Martin. I can see why he does, he was so successful on SNL. You see why he was so great on 30 Rock. He just knows comedy. Like, some people just know how comedy works and he was electric like he was all over the place like he yeah he talked a little bit about of course his, his accident from a couple of years ago he, he makes a little bit jokes about that but then he jumps back into of course remembering his good friend that passed away yeah. in it but you can tell he has a different perspective on life and he talks about living it up now he he doesn't have to struggle you know financially anymore especially since the settlement with Walmart mm-hmm. and uh, he just talks about that level of comfort now to be able to not only take care of his family for the rest of their lives, but the family of his very close friend that passed away in that yeah. accident. So it's been a cool opportunity to watch a place. I say the situation, it's like, um, it's like we are live with a New York city budget. Um, it's kind of show we would do if we had the means and resources as they do here in New York. It's just a really fun, laid back interview style TV show that it's uh looked like it's on a debut sometime later uh, in the fall. That's cool. That's fantastic. Can, can you say what studios like you were working at? I cannot. Okay. Well, tell me off the air. I don't think he should, actually, because you'll use it against him if there ever comes a time. I already got that stuff. I don't need any more. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, We're so, good there. So Travis is wrapping up with that. You going to continue doing uh, any other side work or other opportunities like that, Travis? They have offered me uh, a few opportunities to do some more production assistant work on some projects that are coming up around the city here. In the next couple of weeks, it all depends on if it confl- conflicts with, of course, we are live in Sydney Street. And so this was a this was me doing a favor for one of the fellows inside the program here at mm-hmm. Sesame. Uh, he's also a director and producer here in the New York area. So I, I just wanted some experience on set. And sure enough, it just happens to be a fairly St. Louis focused program with said being involved. Uh, it's turned out to be a really cool opportunity just to learn how the industry truly works. The uh, A couple people are asking uh, <laughs> if Tracy Morgan's Bugatti is getting fixed. Because a week ago, he was driving uh, out of the dealership immediately, and a woman from a New York <laughs> lady hit it. Oh, no. Like, ran right into it after he was driving it off the lot. That's from uh He actually talked about that people. incident, and he talked about how, like, he just talked about how the media reacted to it and just being able like it's it's it was kind of inside ball game he was he Mm -hmm. it was one of those situations where as soon as tmz showed up on the scene it was made more out of it than what it actually was and but he he was very open about it he talks he talks openly about his life he's been an open personality for a long time and he certainly was during this interview and of course him and cedric uh, go way back. They've been doing comedy together for years. 
So it was a really cool conversation between those two. Cedric is a master host. I, I honestly, I don't know why he hasn't been doing this for years. I, I know everyone's jumping on to the late night TV bandwagon, but if there's someone who I would love to see enter the fray, I would love to see a person like Cedric the Entertainer be able to do that. He just has the personality that works for everyone. I haven't met anyone who has said anything negatively about Cedric the Entertainer. Like everyone I've talked to from all walks of life talk highly of him and love watching him on television, black, white, women, men. They're big fans of Cedric. So I would love to see more work like this for Cedric the Entertainer. Very nice. Travis, are you sticking around uh, on the stream for the interview? Or are you going to pop back on uh, after? Well, I can pop back on afterward. That will give me some time maybe to charge my uh, we'll do that. my laptop and we can actually uh, not have to go through me holding my phone up to most for two hours. Well, sounds like a plan. Travis will take a break. We will uh, tell you about Buzz's Hawaiian Grill. I'm wearing the shirt today because uh, Buzz afforded us the opportunity to meet Colton Wong last year doing a fundraiser. And uh, wanted to shout out to, uh, to our favorite food truck in the St. Louis area. That's Buzz's Hawaiian Grill. Be sure to support them. They support us. Cannot say enough good things about poke, masubi, all the wonderful Hawaiian dishes they serve for you and yours. I'm also going to tell you about St. Louis Counseling Services. Yesterday I had Tom and Debbie in from St. Louis Counseling. They do a podcast here called Mental Health Matters. St. Louis Counseling Services here for you and yours in the St. Louis area. If you have a business that you run, you're looking into wellness programs, or you need uh, counseling provided for your employees, maybe you're part of a school district. That's right. They can help schools in the St. Louis area, as they have since 19. 55 they'll help with whatever you need again counseling school partnership programs employee assistance programs make sure you check out stlouiscounseling.org and uh, you can do that online today jump in check them out say hello and uh, huge thanks to st louis counseling services for pushing our show for doing their podcast here at midcoast studios again you can check them out online st louis counseling Dot org. Our next guest coming in studio right now. He's sitting down, singer-songwriter from, originally not from there, but he's uh, just a transplant like everybody else now. Nashville is where he's in town from. We're excited to have Ryan Bexley on the show. He's got a big show tomorrow night. We'll tell you a little bit more about that after we say hello to Ryan. Ryan, good morning, man. Hey, What's happening? Doing? Nice to meet you. Oh, doing well, dude. Doing well, and I'm, uh, I'm excited for you. I've got some information here I'm going to tell some people. You guys can check out Ryan's website, ryanbexleymusic.com. That's with an X, and then he's got a show in uh, – we're, we're, we're doing, you brought your light crew with you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this from the bio so we can get right into this. And we've got people commenting. They can ask questions. Former Division I football player at Arizona State. I'm sure you got a ton of studying done at Arizona State as well. That's also playing football. It is. They're a real intellectual uh, powerhouse yeah. in, in the area. Uh, since graduation in 2011, Ryan's been playing music. You've been uh, you've been working with some huge names uh, in uh, country and uh, and west. I'd say country and western. Derek Bentley, Lee Bryce, Stony Larue has a weird, crazy following here yeah. in Missouri. Yeah. Sells out shows all the time. Has worked uh, Old Dominion, Chase Rice, Keith Urban, Joe Nichols, Jake Owen, Michael Ray, and many others. Again, he's got a show 
tomorrow night, and that's in Maplewood at uh, Rafters at Musylvania in Maplewood. You can get tickets online, and it's uh, to proceed. The proceeds will benefit Gateway to Hope Breast Cancer Lifeline. Ryan, that was a huge intro for a big guy. What's up, dude? How are you, man? Thank you much, man. Thanks for having us in, man. Really looking forward to it. Yeah. I never mind these early morning interviews. You get them out of the way. Yeah. The net. Yeah. Are you up from last night still? Uh, I got in pretty late, but that's the good thing about the football thing. You're used to getting up early. Right, yeah. It never jump kind of leaves you. <laughs> Our mics are pick it up. If you get right up on it, yeah. we are in it. Yes, yeah, that's right. Go. Yeah, there you can go. you can serenade me yeah, too with perfect. your. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Ryan, so you're you're in town. How long have you been in Nashville? Um, I've been there for about five years going on now. So you're the cause for all the cranes in the air, I right? Am. This I that's am. all on you. Yep, Dude, it's, how, how much has Nashville changed, man? It's, it's so it's crazy. I had started actually going out there uh, when I was living in Arizona at the time, first getting involved in stuff, and seeing the growth of the city from then to now. And not even for, like, like I'll, I'll go back Sunday, and there'll probably be another new building. Uh, you're not like, even kidding. <laughs> yeah. like, it's, that's a real it's, deal. It, and it's crazy, too, because... Then it becomes this thing where people are moving from New York, from the West Coast to Nashville. Does it help somebody like you on the up? Is that a good thing? Is it more opportunities? Or is it, uh, does it kind of crowd the scene that was already it's like unbelievably love, crowded? It's a love-hate situation yeah, yeah, yeah. very much. Like me and my, my I just got married a couple Congratulations, of Congratulations, man. Yeah. My wife and I bought a house last year. So we love the fact that it's you know, oh, people sure. coming in and growing. However, trying to get to that house at certain times, <laughs> you may as well buy a hotel on the side of the road somewhere. Yeah. The traffic is just insane. That's and wild. It's just man. turning into one of those cities like, like a Chicago, or I assume, around here at times with the traffic. Uh, the, only two days ago yeah. would, would St. <laughs> yeah. Louis have felt like that yeah. with uh, Stanley Cup stuff going on and then a bunch of concerts and everything. But, yeah, Nashville is one of those crazy cities that if you went back in time and told somebody 30 years ago, it would be like, uh, Nashville is crushing St. Louis in uh, every aspect of growth ever. People would be like, the place where Dolly Parton's like, go, like what? Like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't know about that. So, congratulations on Thank the success. You. Sounds like you're moving things up. Yeah. What do you? Uh, what was life like at uh, at Arizona State? Give me a little look into that. Who were, uh, I guess, maybe some of your teammates that we would remember? I'm trying to yeah, place. Um, I always just think of Terrell Suggs when I think of Arizona State <laughs> every single time, and then I think of some uh, fighters that uh, wrestled there and yeah. stuff too. So, um, Kane Velasquez was one of the guys. Yeah, not that, a bad, <laughs> not a bad pickup yeah, for the. He was always in the, you know, in the in the football weight room. Um, they had a bunch of different weight rooms, but the athletes were all kind of condensed into one. Area. This is our intern Tommy, who doesn't yeah, even know who. You no way you know who Cain Velasquez is, do you? <laughs> Former UFC heavyweight champion and uh, a very very strong collegiate wrestler yeah, as well. Yeah. But so Cain Velasquez was running around the weight room yeah, when you were there. You know, and we had a bunch of different guys stuff. But we had, um, you know, when I was there, I played for Dennis Erickson. So um, oh, that he had guy's a great been staff around, man. You know, yeah, he's, he's had a great history. And <laughs> Absolutely, I keep in touch with him all the time. And um, he was doing that that new football league, that AFL, the AAFL that had just yeah, that was the, that was interesting. It, it looked like maybe it was going to be kind of a cool feeder league. I was and then really rooting for it. Yeah, yeah there's not very many opportunities like. Baseball and basketball, they have so many, and even hockey with all the different leagues. So football, it's, it's either the NFL or bust yeah, it, to make it, a we, living. In you that just sense. brought up Cain Velasquez. Look at all the extra MMA promotions. You can get your ass kicked in the yeah. UFC for four fights in a row. Go turn it around and come back, but yeah. NFL is just yeah, over. it's a different beast. But yeah. um, one of my uh, you know, good buddies that was more, you know, name in that sense uh, was Brock Osweiler. He was quarterback there. Yeah. Um, we had Vontez Burfecht, um, a, a bunch of other guys that were – a lot, you know, not a journeyman, but in the sense of names that uh, a lot more people would know, those are two of the big sure. ones. Brock, uh, Brock Osweiler, 
does he let you hold his ring whenever you come around? <laughs> like, how does that work? You out? know, I, I um, I actually never asked him about it. <laughs> really, you know, it's one of those things that, like, you know, I, I had a couple of buddies that won, and, and you know, a ring is a ring, sure. in, in my opinion. Now, I'm sure if he, if I asked him, he'd let me try it on. <laughs> let you give <laughs> it a said, nah, you, yeah. yeah. No, that's I can't imagine. So, when did you decide? Did were you playing music while you were on the football team? I was. Um, I had started to. I started getting more into it as football was winding down. When I was, you know, I, I was trying to play afterwards mm-hmm. too um but being a fullback coming from spread offense you know kind of you had some extra we time had the, we had the lockout when i was coming out the lockout right. was going on just kind of made things a little complicated so i did start playing music to have fun you know we played at parties then toby keith had a bar out there that um i got into and just you know found little things that were progressively taking me to this career yeah and it felt good it was an easy transition um so as that was winding down it it just kind of yeah right into the it, next it thing, so. seemed to work out i'm sure your family too like I, I can imagine like if you tell people that go into middle management renting cars and stuff which is a perfectly fine career yeah. but if they're like wait you played college football at arizona and you're gonna go play music now yeah. like wait what kind of dream are you yeah. living here well, it was man? funny too because the year after i got done playing i um i, I try i stayed on as a graduate assistant yeah, yeah getting into coaching thinking you know football was such a big part of your life and it, it just doesn't stop that, mm-hmm. you know, just because you graduate, you're not playing anymore. There's always still that, uh, you know, fire and hunger with it. So I was coaching, and that last year we had all gotten fired. That staff had gotten fired. So right. I was uh, thinking about going out to UCLA with our one coach, um, who's the new offense coordinator there, and it was kind of that crossroad mm-hmm. of, uh, you know, coaching at a good school or – you know, go be a broke musician in Nashville. And so that was a fun conversation. <laughs> Hang out on with. UCLA's yeah. campus. <laughs> if you ever been there, it's a, it's a perfectly fine campus to uh, take in the, uh, yeah. the visuals. And yeah. uh, when you're part of an athletic program, not this is, a, this is a, a very positive thing I'm saying. You're living a little different than everybody yeah. else on campus. There's yeah, some, th- some doors are open, <laughs> some things like that. Bit. Yeah, it, uh, at the University of Missouri, definitely saw – Plenty of uh, of my friends enjoying that. Were you part of the team that beat Mizzou in 2011? Uh, I wasn't. You were. No. Okay. Yeah. No. I was trying to think anything because there was a there was a bowl game and then uh, a few others that were part of it. Either way, so you make it to Nashville. You're like, I'm going to be a broke musician yep. in yep. a town full fun. of broke musicians. Yep. Every there's karaoke bars in Nashville where you're just like, do you do you have a yeah, recording your, deal? Like, label? what's going yeah, on? Yeah. yeah. So so Nashville when you first get there. What are your thoughts? What are you thinking? Do you think I'm gonna, I've got this figured out? I'm an athlete. I'll work my way through it. I think yeah. In the back of your mind, that's the one thing that is was a blessing to have. One, a competitive nature mm-hmm. in a good way. Not a, not an unhealthy competitive drive, but just something that keeps you moving and going. <laughs> Bullying you know, other yeah. up and coming yeah, singers. Yeah, you suck. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah. You know, playing football, just body slamming people. Yeah, town. I would hope so. I mean, yeah. I would think that. What'd that, you say? What? <laughs> Next, are there any country singers that could uh, rival your athletic prowess? Um, I know Lee Bryce played football at Clemson. Okay. Um, I know Sam Hunt played at Alabama, Birmingham. There's a lot of guys that have athletic backgrounds. A lot of baseball players. Really? A lot of guys that played baseball. Um, Dirks is a huge hockey guy. Which, <laughs> which is kind of funny. Dirks is like the tiniest dude yeah. ever in a good way. You know, not right. insulting him. You know. People are small. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Losers. Case yeah. <laughs> I mean, people that are lesser than yeah. we'll say that. But yeah, but there, yeah. There's definitely that that um, a lot of guys have that coming from different backgrounds. But yeah, a lot of baseball. Yeah. But, but there, there's been a couple football guys, but nobody from out west in that sense. Nobody, nobody Pac-10 or Pac-12 like me. Yeah, you know? of course, that's a big and deal. Even, even being, you know, because I'm a Jersey guy. 
I'm from New Jersey, and um, that's the other fun conversation. Is it's like, wait, so you're from Arizona, <laughs> but you're from New Jersey, and you sing country music in Tennessee. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> it's like drawing yes. things out of a hat. Be like, yeah. What's the next one I'm gonna get? It's it's know? definitely yeah. You're literally just like <laughs> placing it in yeah. wherever it works. So growing up in Jersey, then, so did you? Uh, Bruce Springsteen's yeah. got to be your guy. He's my dude. Yeah. Um, I always say there's three people that when I really started getting in deep deep into music of inspiration stuff i you know play guitar dave matthews was my, was my dude on guitar bruce is my dude in writing and so much stuff that he didn't and believe it or not eddie better as a as a performer yeah, and at just, this point we're at 30 years of him yeah, topping everything so unbelievable and yeah. i'm like i'm like if i can climb those rafters <laughs> <laughs> but yeah bruce is and actually my wife is from uh freehold where he's from oh nice her house is like a mile from his house so like when we go home i'm just She's like, you coming home just cruising the streets? <laughs> I'm gonna go hang out outside Bruce's maybe place for a while. Maybe he's around. Yeah, but, uh, that could happen. Would that yeah. be your ultimate? Uh, he rushes out on stage and sings one of your songs with you, or you oh sing one God. of his? I, I I couldn't even fathom what that. There's would a be. band from uh, from Jersey that I saw a video of that. Are you familiar with the Gaslight Anthem? Yeah. Yeah, they're from up there. I mean, uh, they're obviously super into Bruce Springsteen, and I saw them like I guess at a festival. They did a song together. Bruce Springsteen ran out on stage, and that made me think. I was like. I wonder if he'd do that for another Jersey I don't, guy. I don't know. I, I mean, that would just kind of be one of those things, like, is this happening? <laughs> would you forget really the lines? Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to have him remember them for me. Well, that'd be, that'd I think be the best I think he just had an album come out today, too. Here oh, we are right. talking about, you know, now we're promoing Bruce. Well, we're, we're here to celebrate <laughs> Bruce and all things Jersey. So, uh, again, we got Ryan Bexley. I better get a call from him later. Be like, hey, man, thanks for that. <laughs> yeah. I really needed that. Hey, I was on the, yeah. the tough side of town, and I heard this podcast you were on. wanted to give you. Congratulatory, hello. <laughs> Two, three, four. Yeah. <laughs> Jump right in. Uh, so, Ryan, you've got this show tomorrow. What brought you up here? Are you uh, Is the actual charity something that means something to you? Do you have friends up here? And they thought, hey, you'd be great for this. What brought you to St. Louis for it the show? All, it had all come about um, a good buddy of mine from, from Nashville. Um, he has, he's got a great buddy, who, and he's on the board as well with his parents and stuff. And mm-hmm. our... Um, our one butter Norty, who's putting this this thing on, was telling me about it, and I think what's unfortunate in today's world is is everybody, whether it's directly with somebody, a direct family member, or somebody has been affected and touched by cancer, unfortunately, and breast cancer yeah. growing just the way that it is, and and one of my best friends growing up, um, you know, his mom battled with it, um, thank God came out of it, uh, but you saw the turmoil and the different things that that family was going through for those certain times, and um, I love you know. In my opinion of things, if you can't give back in anything you're doing, you know, I think that you should maybe reanalyze a couple things and because that's what we can do as humans, you know, just yeah. giving back. It, it takes nothing and, and, and stuff, but finding something that you can go into and, and, and want to help because you were affected by something one way or another. Um, and, and that's what's so great with music is it makes it that much easier Absolutely. to do stuff because of what you can provide and, and just the happiness that you can bring people, hopefully. Um, but... When yeah, you're not bullying their favorite artist, yeah, of course, tackling them, and, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but um, you know, you just see what what um, unfortunately with with cancer treatments today, and some with breast cancer, you know. Thank God you come out of it, but then you're alive and everything's healthy, and and you look at your bank account. I was gonna say, yeah. you know, maybe you got to live in a shanty, right? Um, and and so what's great about this organization is is helping people through their treatment, taking that burden off because of just the burden of trying to survive. You know, physically, and very then, serious and issue. Then you can come out and and be dead financially, and that's just awful. Then nobody that should have to deal yeah. with that. And so, yeah. with, with this organization, what they do, 
Um, and this fundraising event um, that we're playing tomorrow, I know tickets are available at the door and online with, with their website and stuff, but it's just something that, yeah, we were, I'm like, done. Yeah, you like, come what up. Do you, what do you need? Like, yeah, done. that's fantastic, so. man. I love that, and it, to infuse that into your schedule and everything else. It's a night in Nashville, and tickets are 50 bucks. Concerts and light appetizers provided, and cash bar is available. It's a good time to be in St. Louis, man. People oh are really gosh. excited. They're going to be running around. If you get a chance, are you going to go by the parade? They're doing the so Stanley a, Cup. A right? Just bring a guitar and just start playing. Yeah, I'm actually playing a show tonight. Um, are you really? Downtown. Where at? It's a place called Game Six. Oh, Honky cool. Honky Talk Joint. Yeah. yeah, that's perfect um, for you. Yeah, I, seriously. Yeah, you're I've gonna... been, we've been trying to get up here for a while. Um, our dates just always conflicted with it. Sure. But um, when we told him we were doing this, he was like, dude, perfect time. We got a date. Excuse me, date available. And then with everything going on now, it's just like it's what? you're just gonna ride the wave. I, it, it's it's a special time like I don't think you guys might understand a little bit, but to be involved in, in a city where something big of this magnitude just happened and you just happen to be here, I mean that's like go get a lottery ticket, maybe. Yeah. But as a it's, performer it's awesome too. Like like yeah. you, you can't you're never gonna capture those that kind of environment, that energy mm -hmm. again. I mean, hopefully you will. The flip but, side, but no, you won't. Flip side, you could have been here Sunday doing a show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was not a good day to no. do a show in no. St. Louis. Uh, real quick, uh, best fullback of all time? Ooh. Um, um, Who would you model yourself after? Well, I was number 39. I always loved Larry Zonka. Oh, uh, look you know, at you. you. Okay, like yeah. Man. I was gonna say you said Larry. I was like, is he gonna say Larry Centers? I was like, okay. I was like, play for the but, Cardinals. Like that would have made sense. One, yeah. of my, one of my good buddies, an ASU guy in the Rams, guy was Mike Carney. Oh yeah, so he was he was tough, that. man. Yeah. yeah, the fullback position, Gardner. I feel like that's a position that you would be interested in, as it's um, it's been phased out at times. But then it's a, yeah, I feel like Belichick will re, re, uh, <laughs> revitalize the position or something. I think I'm more of a long snapper. Oh, you're a long <laughs> yeah. snapper guy? I bet yeah. you, you – long snapping is interesting because you actually have to be able to throw. It's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not necessarily just your big – you have to be able to chuck you it. You get one bad job and you are remembered for the rest of your life as the guy who screwed everything up. Well, how about that – yeah. who was the guy who was retired so and came out? So it's best I just don't – Get on the football. How about yeah. backup, backup long snapper? Yeah, backup, backup long snapper. I always yeah. wanted to be Jim Sorgi. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good for you. So backup Peyton Manning for 10 yeah. years. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That would that'd be the best. Yeah. And then Kubiak. Kubiak yeah. sat behind Elway for how long? <laughs> and then he's shaking his head. Kubiak. So, wait. So, uh, real quick. Jerseys, I mean, Giants. What, what, what kind of fan are you? So, I, um, I'm actually a Packers owner. Okay, oh. get him out. Oh. All right, I got it. All right, right yeah. you're gonna. Okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, All right. Cool. Oh, a college athlete who's a musician. He's gonna even take an, an even higher over. moral yeah, high no ground. Uh, I got my one share. You know, we had a good draft this year. Share is a share. Really taken yeah. with all of that. Good for you, but Ryan. If, if I had to choose, that's a really relatable teams. topic you could write a song about yeah, too, right? Exactly. Yeah, I'm a yep. former Division One athlete who plays music, who's an owner of a football team. I mean, who who can't relate to that? Exactly. So it's, it's that's every every common man, especially the people that. Yeah, absolutely. But right up there with Bruce Bruce Springsteen's yeah, exactly. blue collar stuff. Yeah, yeah exactly. That makes it's, a lot of makes sense. It really, it all comes together. It's all yeah, full circle. Of course. But if I had to choose a local team, I would say Giants. Giants. Yeah, yeah that makes sense, and yeah, they've had a lot of success and be a lot of fun. While you're here. Are the Cardinals in town this weekend? Or are they out? They're in New York. Oh, they're in New York. Okay. I was going to say uh, your boy Harrison Bader's from Jersey, and uh, he's uh, maybe you could say hello to him yeah. too. But, oh, well. Ryan Bexley, get tickets. You can go see him at Game 6 Honky Talk Joint tonight, but the uh, important show tomorrow, get your tickets. Go see uh, Ryan perform. It's a night in Nashville. It's in beautiful 
rafters at Musylvania and Maplewood. Did you know that, Tommy? When was the last time you took a stroll through Maplewood? It's, it's as pleasant as it gets. I've, it's been a minute. It's a very Maybe nice area. Also, Maybe I'll go Saturday. I changed Ryan's uh, name Chiron now. So oh, so thank you. Thank you. Know. It's no longer a musician. <laughs> it's, it's Green Bay Packers <laughs> owner. i got to take a picture. <laughs> <laughs> we'll send you a screenshot. We have the technology. <laughs> that is perfect. Oh, That's my awesome. gosh. Uh, best way for people to find your music online? Uh, yeah, uh, iTunes, Spotify. Um, our actually website is in a... Um, we're rebuilding it and we're branding it a little bit. So Very cool. We, we were just actually talking about it and seeing you. Like we're looking, I'm like, this is old. This is, there's so much. <laughs> like, uh, hey guys, wait. Ryan's a web designer too. Yeah, He's yeah. gonna make oh. the best web website that of all I time. Am not, that one I Isn't will it not. Isn't the worst? I hate. I'm like my can Facebook's you, fine. The Twitter's fine. I don't want. Why do I have to deal with the website too? Can you work on yeah. our site as well? Is that a yeah? yeah. Thing you'll thank do? you. Yeah, I'll, I'll send my guy over right away. <laughs> cool. Perfect. Thank you, yeah. Ryan Bexley. We look forward to you uh, dominating the uh, CMT thank awards in the near future. Right. Thank you guys. Yeah. We're gonna see that. We're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna let Ryan get out of here. We'll come back on the other side. Finish up the. Ryan, thank you so much, man. Thank you guys. Appreciate. Absolutely. Thank you.